The Comedy Zone podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your host, Will Jacobs. Welcome to the Comedy Zone Podcast. We are back, coming at you with another hot, fresh episode. Uh, We've got two very special guests in the building. We have never had this crew on the podcast before. That's crazy to me, because this is year four. This is year four. You figure we would have had some of these folks on, but we have not. You think. Right. But we're going to correct all that right now. Yeah, shame on us, really. Well, really shame on you. Well, yeah, more than anything. (laughs) So so in the building, we have Matt Schantz. Hey, what's up? And Latoya Cooper. I hate now, you. <laughs> I hate you. I'm already over this. I'm already done. I'm ready to go. It's the one and only Tanya Kelly. They are here from Robot Johnson. Yeah. We are so happy. We have Ooh. not talked sketch on this podcast since its inception. Really? Oh, wow. So we're first sketch ever. First sketch I ever. Think that's, Get yeah. ready. I mean, awesome. I've been, I've been pretty, ready, I, I've been pretty sketch many episodes, but that's not the kind of sketch mm-hmm. we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. talking about Robot. If you know Charlotte comedy. If you know anything about Charlotte Comedy, you've heard of Robot Johnson, okay? Um, they're the premier sketch group in I, the region, from what I'm saying. What, you guys agree with this? You the premier say sketch maybe group the in region, the region? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah we kind of like cover the it tri county area at <laughs> least, <laughs> at the very least. Yes, it's like Mecklenburg County, we can claim. Yes, and and we have a, another little wrinkle to this thing because Matt is one of my coworkers. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So all the all the things I've oh, said. Oh, I was like, why are y'all writing together? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cuz like, Will okay. literally sits like 10 feet away oh, from me really? every wow. day. Yeah. Oh, okay then. All right. And Matt can attest that the me you see here is the me that sits in the office. I don't change it up. Oh, you don't change it all. You I, don't switch. You know, Tanya, I only know one way to be. Okay then. You know, I I just you It's know. true. He's just such a humble, you know, hardworking <laughs> Person, I have a neck pillow that I brought in and a blanket. Yeah, he was ready for nap time at 9 a.m. this morning. I hear that. Well, one of my coworkers, another attorney, brought in chicken, and here's the thing. Okay, he he grills the best chicken, so I had two pieces of it, and that's nap time. Oh, it doesn't matter where I am. That's not really you know. I see. So I got my nap on. Mm -hmm. I relaxed. So now I'm ready to. To talk to our guest today. Good. Yes. So, first of all, uh, let's talk a little bit about how you all got started in sketch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Actually, better question. Okay. Talk to us about sketch, you know, because some people hear that and they're not truly familiar right. with that art form. So, could y'all explain to us right, what sketch right, right, is? Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you go. Me? You do it. <laughs> I, uh, okay. So, well... The thing that I always say to people when they go, oh, sketch comedy, is is that like whose line? Is it like improv? <laughs> is it improv? Is Are you talking about, oh, man, improv? No, it's not. It's not improv. Uh, so usually the go-to is uh, SNL, just because that's what everybody yes. knows. Um, if I'm talking to a lot of kind of 
hipstery millennial types will be like kids in the hall you remember that yeah. you remember that show like yeah. just like a bunch of different things where it's basically we got together beforehand we wrote the stuff we fine-tuned it we don't need any input from anybody else just and relax. then we put it on for people yeah. right so that you'll have different well like snl you have different scenes and situations mm-hmm. that you all and costume changes. Mm-hmm. Costume changes. Mm-hmm. I didn't know well, about that. Y'all got costume changes? Sometimes, yeah. Like, uh, at our next one coming up, we are paring it down a little bit at the Muse because mm-hmm. we don't have a ton of space for that. But on the regular, we do have a lot of costume changes and props. And Oh, wow. Almost, yeah. yeah. One way to think about sketch comedy, and especially it's true for Tanya and I, is that it's basically theater. It's yes. like short theatrical vignettes that are wildly inappropriate and yes, funny. That's that exactly is like it. really what it that's is. That's exactly right. So there's props, there's costumes, mm-hmm. there's there's usually lighting effects and like music or sound cues sound, or stuff going voiceovers. on. Voiceovers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So then what um, you know, you can answer in whatever order you want, but mm-hmm. what what brought you to the sketch art form? Because it's it's funny. But it's you know it's not stand up it's not improv it's something very specific. What drew you to that art form? Well, I think that both of us are theater kids. Oh yeah. Okay. And uh, the both of us started out in theater. I'm I do plays in Charlotte. I do a lot of theater here too. But then um, Robot Johnson was holding auditions about ten years ago. Yeah, Jesus. ten years. Wow. wow. I love when that light. <coughs> excuse me, when that light comes on, and people are like, "Oh my god, uh-huh. ten. So ten then years we can just call you Tenya. Don't you ever <laughs> oh. put an amount of time connected to me? I am timeless. I shouldn't have done that. You're right. Um, but yeah, and so I, uh, I saw. I was actually told. I was forced to audition for Robot Johnson forced. by a very pushy friend of mine oh, who's wow. done, who honestly did me the best service I could have ever been given. So you didn't want to do it? Well, I just didn't. Um, I think they had actually already had the first round, and then she was like, they're having callbacks for this thing. You should go. You should do this. <laughs> do it. And uh, so I got all my things together, because you have to come with like sketches written, characters ready oh, wow. to go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not just a walk Yeah, if you up. hear them talk about like what they go through on SNL, mm-hmm. where they're mm-hmm. looking for, it's like you got to yes. have this amount of material, this many. Well, the SNL writers thing just oh, happened, yeah. and it was like, we want yeah. commercials, we want some topical things, then we want mm-hmm. like for uh, writers. Right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. weren't you coming from New York? Isn't that well? Yeah, I was living in New York. I was living in New York for like almost a year. Then I li- moved back down here, and I was living in someone's computer room. The same person I was like, "Girl, you need to audition for this because you need to do something. <laughs> you need to get up out my computer room. You need to get up out my computer room and do something, Heffa." And I was like, "You're right." And so uh, I think we had to come with it is three, wait, two, two to three characters, three sketches maybe, and then if, with the characters, you can have a bit. Mm-hmm. Already, um, you know, ready to go, or the panel of Robot Johnson will ask you questions. Oh, wow. And you have to answer those questions in character. And Ooh. I would never have been able to answer that question. <laughs> he didn't do that. Because I didn't audition <laughs> for Robot Johnson. Oh, oh, you did? Oh, you were no. just what? They just slid you right in? It Pretty was much. different. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah. Oh. It was different for him because yeah. he was our best friend. He was in our best friend group. <laughs> so, yeah, I was uh, with a sketch troupe out of Greensboro um, called Mon Frere. We started in 2009, so still around the same time frame. Um, but uh, we were doing a lot of shows uh, together, and we met Robot Johnson at the um, 
North Carolina Comedy Festival when it was still happening at uh, DSI, Dirty South Improv in Carborough. Mm, yep. Mm-hmm. And we immediately were like, you guys are the funniest guys <laughs> here, and they thought the same about us, and then we just hung out together, and then we started planning shows together and doing all this stuff, and after law school, when I moved down to Charlotte, I reached out to our producer, Candace Cortinez, and said, hey, I'd really like to, like hang out with you guys or be like a featured per- or just like you know like guest host or like do something with you guys and then <laughs> I think it was like a day or two yeah. she sent me back an email chain and the subject line of the email chain was just like Matt in Robot Johnson question mark that's really what it was <laughs> is Matt in is that okay and we're like yeah mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm, cool cool yeah okay mm-hmm. so yeah and I've, I've heard horror <laughs> stories now of all the audition processes exactly I definitely did not do that <laughs> I just got in <laughs> So little did you know, if you'd have just hung out long enough, you, you would have just walked <laughs> right. right in. You didn't have to do all that. I didn't have to do all that preparation. I was so nervous <laughs> at my audition. I didn't have to go through none of that. And oh, then, well. So then you said that um, it, this was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So how long has Robot Johnson been in existence? Was it 12? I think it's 12, yeah. yeah. Wow. Before Robot Johnson, a couple of the founding members of Robot Johnson, they were in a group called The Perch. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had been around since the mid-90s, yes. I think. But yeah. Then So then how did they, do you know how they came up with the name Robot Johnson? It was from our, the guy that came from The Perch, Sean Keenan. Mm-hmm. He was, it was a nickname that he was given on the job. He works in production, like film and TV production. And yeah. so they called him Robot Johnson because he was so efficient. Oh. Yeah, so John, it was supposed to be like a, a robot farmer, like Farmer Johnson kind yeah. of a thing. Uh, over time, that is not what uh, people have equated to a robot it to Johnson. It doesn't have to do with penis. It's not a penis. It has I'll be honest, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, yeah. it's, it's like, okay, a robot dick. That's Mine went right. right there. Mm-hmm. It's not. It has not. nothing to do mm-hmm. with that. Oh, wow. But it's funny though, because it's not like we're not vulgar. Oh yeah, no, we're like it's, <laughs> it's very easily. Name. It's also if you had never seen any of our posters or any of our like robot uh, <laughs> stuff that um, our amazing artist and kind of resident designer um, Andy oh, Rogers, Andy, uh, what he does. If you had never seen our logo before, you could probably see us see how vulgar we are. And go, oh, that's a robot dick. Yeah, yeah. they're named oh, after okay. a robot dick. Oh All yeah, right. it's named after a robot dick. I was like, no, it's just. Just fits. <laughs> so, so you mentioned um, having a show coming up August 9th, right? Yeah. Yes. I August do plan 9th. on being in the building. For real? In, yes. Yes. I've actually been to a Robot Johnson show before. I because I Where came out it? to see Matt. It was at Peculiar Rabbit. Rabbit Hole. Rabbit Hole. Oh, rabbit Hole. Something mm-hmm. with a rabbit. Right? Yeah. 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 Oh, cool. Cool. I'm bad with establishment names. It's okay. It's okay. That's good. That's a good thing to have with this job. <laughs> yeah. But I remember coming out and I and I was already working with Matt. So I knew, like, in the office, Matt. Mm. So when I went to this show, he came out as a, I think it was Professor Blackstone or Professor Blackstone. or Do you remember the name of that guy? I don't remember the name of the professor, but I think it Rolled was, it the, was yeah. it the Robot Johnson Tales of Knocking Boots? I don't remember was that. Was it that? Did he have a book with a penis on it? That's also not helping our claim really, that the name man, oh, is not no. about. I'm going to think of, like, about a lot of penis <laughs> sketches. Oh, no. <laughs> but I, but I remember going and and seeing Matt perform, and I mean it was a great show. I enjoyed the hell out of it. But then seeing him perform, I'm like, that's an entirely different right. dude than in the office. Yep. It, it just like blew me away. I'm like, yep. who is this guy? So that that was it. It was really like a mind blowing experience to see you up there doing that. Hey. 
Yeah, try, try and be professional at, at work. But that, like, it's really weird. Uh, I don't know. Like, my, my co-workers and stuff. <laughs> to be honest with y'all. I don't want y'all up in here. I have to keep this separate. No, the, the first time I ever had someone from work show up at a show, it was a boss of mine when I was working as, Ooh. like, an assistant for a, uh, like, an insurance kind of financial planner person. And he came to the show, got really drunk, and would not stop talking about my performance for two weeks at the office. Oh, wow. He was just like, hey, do that thing. Do See, that right there. That right there. That's exactly why I don't be inviting people that I work with to my shows. Do not like, because then they get into the whole dance, monkey dance, and I don't want to. It's kind of weird, because it's like, do what you did at the show. Do it. Do it. Do it now. Yes, let's do this thing completely out of context. No lights. Like, no, like... (laughs) Ambiance. Let's no totally alcohol. do this right. No right. alcohol. No Let's alcohol. totally do that right now. Right. I go through the same thing as a stand-up. They'll be like, you know, do some I bet jokes. You do. do some jokes I for bet us. You do. It's like, no, I'm not gonna do that. I always tell people when they say, say something funny. I say, like, you gonna pay me? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Because I'm gonna just talk about the free shit, Give me and some that's money. not as much funny at all. Yep. But but so you know, Matt, um, I refer to uh, our job, sure, and our industry, uh huh, as a ass. ASS, and that is attorney sweatshop. Nope. That's fair. Yeah. Is okay. it, and it feels <laughs> yeah, fair, that's, right? That's a fair assessment. Because yeah. Brian hears these stories I tell, and I'm not sure if he completely believes everything I say, but you are here to verify that the shit is. I mean, I will deny this later to other <laughs> of course, people. Of course. But, uh, don't worry. No, no, nobody at work listens. So don't worry about this. <laughs> don't worry about this. So, uh, but yeah, that, that's, that's a fair assessment. Yeah. <laughs> I, I glam it up when I talk to other people. Oh, what are you doing now? And I go off on this long tangent yeah. that makes it sound like kind of good. Right. You know, like when you pad your mm-hmm. uh, uh, resume mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But no, that's a fair assumption. But see, I got to tell you, but see, name. Matt now is starting to sort of climb the ladder. I've heard. At work, right? <laughs> He's starting to climb the... So now, you, we were already great friends, right? Okay. But now, because he's climbing the ladder, I look like a kiss-ass for being friends with him. Oh. But I'm like, no, we go way back. Oh, man, we've been friends <laughs> yeah, back when we were both foot soldiers. We were both... He's a lieutenant now, <laughs> but back... <laughs> right, don't get... I'm not a kid. I'm not a brown nose. I hear that, I've been known, Matt. I'm like, know? no... <laughs> That's not fair to you. They think I'm trying to befriend the man. Right. I'm like, no, no, he, no he's no, just no. Matt. Yeah. Don't do that. That's not fair to you. Yeah, no, it's not yeah. fair to me. So, <laughs> so, so, but that brings up an, an interesting topic. How, because I know for me, you know, having a day job mm. and trying to balance that, right, with this second career. How, how do you? Because you said you work, right? Yeah, right. So how do how are you able to sort of manage the two? It's not easy. It's not. Um, I try to keep it as separate as possible, actually, and okay. that's for sanity. Mm. Um, yeah, it's for sanity's sake. I don't love my job when I do. What's your job? Boring. If you don't mind, it's just I just work in an office. And in I just an office, keep it at that. office shit. That's fine. <laughs> I just look, keep it. I look. I work in an office. Okay, that's where it is. Okay. Um, I try to keep it as uh, separate as possible, really, because I this is the passion, mm-hmm. and I love my passion being separate than the grind to right. make the money for the bills. So nobody at work has been to the show? They haven't, um, and actually for a long time they didn't even know that I did. <laughs> Oh, oh, you really been keeping this on the DL, which is crazy. I know. By the way, because Damn. she does so much besides Robert Johnson, she yeah. does so much stuff. I do a lot you of were, theater. Yeah. You were actress of the year. Yeah. You were the last. Yeah. Queen City. I was the nerve. last. Uh, Charlotte. Oh, no, Charlotte. Uh, whoa, no, wait. Creative loafing. Creative loafing. Yeah, yeah, I was the last creative loafing uh, reader's choice best actress, and I just keep. <laughs> 
Yep. Hiding so, it. And when she won that award, she shut down the magazine. I so. did. That That's was what done. I did. I said, no. They can't know. They can't know. But it's, 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 such, it's such a different world because it really it's like, is. it's such a high. Mm-hmm. And you got these people to like, oh, you're so great. And you go back to the office and you just tan you to sit. That's exactly it. I just sit at that desk. I like, I mean, I might like update, I might like post some like, it's like some social media posts. All those posts I post for Real Wild Johnson, I'm doing at work. I'm just going to just say that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to ask you. So- I'm using company time as hell posting those posts. <laughs> I'm using the hell out of that company the shit time. out of company time. Hey. So then, so then no, no, none of the folks at work follow you on social media? Uh, no, and I say that. Actually, some they follow me, and I delete it, and then I send them a message at work to say, I don't follow anyone at, at work. I, say, I tell them that. I don't. I want to keep it separate. It's not what I want to do. Yeah, I've got... What is it? I think it's you and one other person at work <laughs> that you I'm like friends tight, with. Keep it tight, right? Yeah, yeah. Keep well, it tight. Uh, I, I get in trouble all the time with people with Robot Johnson mm-hmm. when they try and tag me on social media because I've got it attorney locked up, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. you can't find me unless, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. <laughs> unless you've entered in some, like, secret password into, like, yeah. the social media to, to find me. You can't yep. at me or anything mm-hmm. like that, so... Yeah. So, so for you, Matt, I mean, how, you know, Tanya talked about it. How are you able to balance the two? Because I, oh, yeah. I work with you, and I know how many hours you work, so. I balance it by being lazy, generally. Okay. Um, when it comes to comedy. What? Um, how are the, you lazy? Well, because, so, like, <laughs> when I first started out doing, like, comedy, like, actual comedy, sketch comedy stuff, and started getting serious about it, I would try and write a whole lot. I would try and do a whole lot. I was, you know, thinking of things, trying to figure out how everything worked, planning out stuff. Now, because of work and because of life, essentially, like, I don't write hardly anything anymore. Like, I come up with ideas. I try and write. Like, I try and sit down. But when you sit down at a computer eight, nine, ten hours a day, the last thing you want to do is go go home home and and sit in front of a computer. (laughs) You tell yourself you're going to. Exactly. No. And you and me, you and me, we've come up with, like, ideas, uh, like, just funny bits that I think would be hilarious. Like, the the guy at the elevator bit. Yes. Or... dude yelling about the time at work, right? Yeah, yelling about the time. Like, there's all these little bits. And, you know, especially after watching that Comedians with Cars um, with uh, Eddie Murphy... Where it's just like, oh, where do you I get your where do you get your material from? Oh, right. just someone says something's funny, and then I write that down. Like I have all these notes in my mm-hmm. phone that I'm like, oh yeah, Will and I were talking about this. That'd be really funny if I like wrote that into something. <laughs> and then it never happened. So like, Robot Johnson, we 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 put a lot of time into it. You know, there's a rehearsal schedule because it's a lot like mm-hmm. theater. Mm-hmm. So it's not lazy in the sense that you know I'm not working at it, but I definitely could be working more yeah you feel like you could be working more on it 100 yeah yeah. i get you i get you i get you we'll talk about we'll we'll talk about that later (laughs) offline we'll take that one offline okay Um, all right yeah we'll talk about that offline i want to know more about these ideas you got written down with your friend over here who's not even in robot johnson that's what i really want to talk about because y'all got stuff going on that's fine we'll just talk we'll take that one offline well i'm friends with matt so can i be in robot johnson no see see that's apparently how it works yeah so, so, I'm friends with Will, but I've never done anything like this before. Can I just like hop on in? <laughs> sure, just... that's why not. I, I know it's like we open Pandora's box, <laughs> but it also doesn't help that there is now another member of Robot Johnson who didn't have to audition. Uh-huh. 
That was just because we all got busy. Yeah, we all got real busy, and we were like, this lady's funny. She can well, do it. Yeah, yeah. She, Jen, she, she Jen's funny. She can She's a robot. Jo- well, we she should ask it. her. Ask her first. Okay. Uh, Jen, this. you want to be a robot? Uh, yeah, she's in. All she right, cool. This. So, so it, well, maybe ballpark, but how many uh, members are there for, in Robot Johnson? 14? Is it 14? I don't know. I feel so, like that's the number I always like, get told when I ask. Around that? One of the cool around things about Robot Johnson is that a lot of us have a lot of different jobs yeah. or a lot of different functions that we handle in the group. Oh, like we all have like the double Right. Job. So like mm-hmm. there are some of us who are actor-directors. There are some of us who are writer-actors. And then there are some of us who are just writers or uh, mm-hmm. just like managers, uh, you know, stuff like that. So when when you say like uh, how many people are in Robot Johnson, that, that very easily could be asking the same question how many people are in SNL and you're not asking cast right because you're looking at the writers you're looking right. at the people who are doing the production Talk stuff like so, hold on. so there's stuff. people that that write and do production but don't perform yep. yeah oh really mm-hmm. okay. yeah mm-hmm. yeah well Andy writes and does our posters mm-hmm. we literally do not deserve this person no Andy Rogers we can't, don't deserve Andy Rogers at can't all. say enough good stuff about him. yeah and this guy he is legit he's worked on movies you know, doing his production design big stuff. Big yeah, ones. big name movies. The posters are fly. Like, yeah. I, thank I you remember, so I've much, right? A, yeah, Andy. number of your posters. They're really good. That's pretty good. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then, is there any part of you then, because Robot Johnson is your passion, Sketch is your passion, mm-hmm. is there any part of you that in your day job just feels like totally unfulfilled or just like... I'm going on autopilot till I can get to what I really want to do. Or oh, what's yeah. your daytime like? Oh, yeah. It's like every single second that I'm there. Like, don't get it wrong. <laughs> yeah, if I didn't have sketch comedy, I'd be a shell of oh. a human. <laughs> yeah, 100. Yes. Oh, yeah. I would have a way worse vice than beer. No, it's 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 weird. Like our like our parents' generation, they lived to work. Like their identity was their job. You know what I mean? Like they stayed in a job for like forty, fifty years. Right. But it seems like our generation, we have passions outside of work. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Forever, for whatever reason, work keeps people or doesn't keep people. But yeah, I'm like even though I'm an attorney and I'm very proud of myself for being an attorney, Mm -hmm. I if like if the call came through. If Larry David called hey. me up and was like, hey. <laughs> if Larry David was like, hey, right now, you want to be on the show? I'm be like, one, yeah, I'm in. I'm Let's out do this. and I'm like matches. Yeah, I'm just, out mm. and I'm burning it down. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, <laughs> man, Curb would be nice, wouldn't it? If anybody's out be there great. listening. Yeah. 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 Well, and so my other thing is, is I surround myself with crazy talented people like you and Tanya and some of my friends up in Greensboro. Um, and I'm just waiting for one of you guys to make it so that That's I can just like one of us come along for the ride. One of us got to make it. I feel that's like a same thing. I feel like it's a comedian support group. It's like, are, did are you, you? How close are you? How close? Did you, you get? You got an agent? You ready? Oh, okay. okay. So when are you All moving right. out? There? Okay. Right. okay, I'm available. Keep tabs. So what? Is, so what is it about sketch mm-hmm. um, that? you know, that you really enjoy? Because there's so many, because both of y'all are funny. I mean, so so many ways to be funny. What particularly about sketch is it that you like? Uh, characters, I would say, and writing. I like okay. I like that I am able to write and do whatever I want. 
because even being in plays, which I love doing plays, it makes me stronger. It's very, it's, it's, it's amazing that I'm allowed to do these plays and I, and that I gotten, um, awards for it. I'm very, very grateful. Mm -hmm. But for the fact that I get to write and do whatever I want to do and say my words and I get to hear my words coming out of other people's mouths. Mm. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, that's worth it. That is worth it. Now, what about you, Matt? What are some of the things you love about it? Well, like, being a theater person throughout high school and then coming into it and doing sketch comedy just felt very natural. Mm-hmm. Like, stand-up to me, it's it feels like even when you do a persona, and I mean most sketch comedians when they get up on stage, they're doing a caricature of themselves, if not a completely different mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. But if I get up there... I'm going to talk about personal things. I'm going to talk about friends. I'm going to talk about family. And I don't want to deal with the awkward conversations later of, yeah, I just told your like deepest, darkest That's secrets that you point. told me. Damn it. And, yeah. and just be like, yeah. hey, uh, you should know. I'm a comedian, so that's what I'm going to do. Right, right. <laughs> um, I mean, I would love to try and do stand-up. But again, I don't take time to write things, so I just think about <laughs> right. things. Um, you would you would love to do stand up. I, I would real I would like to try really? to do stand up. I'm envious of stand ups. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm like envious. you guys are super brave. Y'all Just are super, super brave. incredibly brave. We have all of these safety nets. We I have get, each other. Yeah, I get to hide behind Y'all have costumes. Just right. I get to hide behind weird boys and costumes <laughs> mm-hmm. and weird things. But you guys, y'all have nothing. Just yeah. yourselves, and yeah. I applaud. I applaud you all. I mm-hmm. applaud every single one of you. Well, it see, is tough. It's, well, See, the thing about stand-up, too, is it's like if you're a comedian like me that is just talking about your life, mm. when the audience doesn't like it, you are rejecting my life. <laughs> like, you, it's not, you're not rejecting a character. Oh, man. You don't like Will Jacobs. Right, like, right, that's right. a whole <laughs> different thing. Right, like, right, you don't right, like right. my shit. I'm dying because that's so real, and I feel so bad for y'all now. <laughs> It is. It's just a, a whole rejection oh, of no. all the things that mean something to me. Yeah. You don't like any of that. That's yeah. what you decided. Okay. But yeah, so stand-up, it, it seems like very daunting to try and like get into it. Uh, yeah. Just because I know a bunch of stand-ups and I know how hard it actually is. You know, you guys, when you're good at me, you make it look easy. Yeah. So it looks like anybody could just hop up on stage and do like a type five. Right. Um, but then when it comes to improv... The control freak in me comes out, and mm. I don't think that I could actually ever enjoy improv <laughs> as like yeah. a, a, as as a final product. Like I love improving scenes with characters, and I love sure. improving yeah. stuff to like get to a point to write out things. But improv, it's just so swingy, and it yeah. depends on the audience. Yeah. Like, yeah, sometimes you just have a shitty audience, yeah. and then it's yep. like. I'm not just going to make dick jokes all night for you guys to laugh. Like, I want to do some other kind of stuff, and, oh, it's not working, and then, oh, I feel bad because I wasn't funny, and I I can't can't control enough in improv. Brandon and I, Brandon, Brandon is my husband. He's okay. also in Robot Johnson. Brandon We're Ballard. married. Brandon oh, Ballard. Yes. Shouts out to Brandon. Shout okay. out to Brandon. Yeah. Uh, we met in Robot Johnson, and we're now married. What? And he, he, oh, he puts it really well. He's like, we have a lab. We get mm. to try our jokes out in a lab. And the lab is us, like all of our different and funniest wins is how mm-hmm. the room works. Yep. Funniest mm-hmm. wins. Mm-hmm. And we're very fortunate in that way. And for the fact that, um, and, but with improv, you can't, you don't have a lab. Right. You don't get to try things out. Right. You know, you just have to just go off of just pure instinct. And, oh, yeah, well, I will say, yeah, they do have classes. They do have, mm-hmm. you know, you do, there are techniques. Yeah, you can hone your brain, but right. it's like, you know, an athlete working out. It's the day of 
anything could happen it's and you're not really sure what it is. Yeah. Like, like it's something that could go wrong. But yeah, with improv, you show up to the stage and you ask for the audience to supply you with what you're going to be talking about. Right. right. And then it's like, oh man, I hope I wow. have a character that's right, right there. Or, <laughs> man, I hope Bobby's not having an off day today. <laughs> that's another that thing, could, right? Ooh, it's a team just, sport, right? That yeah. trust. Yeah. And then that trust of other people. Because I trust everybody that's on stage with me and Robot Johnson oh, wholeheartedly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If somebody gets off or like something happens or whatever, it's just like I know something's gonna work out. It's okay. Yeah. Well, well that brings that brings up an interesting point though. What what role would you say that having friendships and relationships outside of the work helps? Like, you know, because because I used to be with Charlotte Comedy Theater. Mm-hmm. And I was I was with uh, with them for two or three years before I started stand up. Mm-hmm. But we all hung out. We all spent time together. So when we were on stage, I think that that played a part in making the scenes good because I know you outside of this. Oh, okay, so, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. You. So, so what role would you say having having good relationships? Period. Right. Plays in making good scenes. I think it. For us, I can only speak on our model. I think us all being such close friends really, really helps because we're also able to write for each other. Right. And we all, we're, we can write for each other's strengths. And it just, I really think it's helped us through the years. That might be our secret ingredient. Oh, no, I've said it. It might be our secret <laughs> you ingredient. You gave away the secret. I gave away the secret <laughs> ingredient. But uh, be friends with the people you're doing comedy with because that trust and for someone to know you well enough to even set you up, we can set each other up for some good punchlines. Right. We can get each other ready, get e- write great characters for each other. I think it matters a lot, which again is why I'm just like, stand-ups, it's just y'all. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just y'all. Oh my goodness. No, I, I couldn't imagine being in like a professional group you know what i mean where you're That's not friends like, like yeah. where you, you you know you're like thrown together or something yeah and um you're just kind of like oh okay uh th- there's a hierarchy you know like work like once it becomes like, like work, work yeah. like it takes on a Trying whole to different one up each other it's competitive and yeah and, yeah and honestly i think that's why um like Robot Johnson has lasted. I mean, we're on like version 5.0 at this point yeah. of what Robot Johnson is. Right. But like, I think the reason we have lasted this long is that we don't take shit from each other. We call each other out on our we stuff. We call each other out a we, lot. But we're really close as friends. Mm-hmm. We care about each other. Mm-hmm. We are always there for each we're other. We're in each other's weddings. I was going to say, you we, marry each other. <laughs> we yeah. marry, yeah. Each, marry, we marry each other. Each other. <laughs> we're just like, we help each other out. We it's, help uh, each get much other closer out. than that, really. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. But that, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I remember um, when I went up to uh, to SNL because I, I won this uh, competition. Oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I haven't now. heard anything. Wait, what, what? what is this? Hey. Did we just break news? I am new. I am new. What is this? Uh, well, let me oh, tell boy. Tanya because I know, I know you I know you two are tired everybody, of me talking about it, but Tanya else. hasn't heard it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Let's so talk about this. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, sure, we're guests on your podcast. We're going to talk about you for okay, a second. Okay, yeah, great. <laughs> That's always what I'm trying to get it back to, man. You right, know how I do it. I'm just trying to get it back to my accomplishments. So, but I, I uh, Keenan Thompson had this uh, um, road to New York. Okay. Yeah, he had this oh. road to New York. 
competition and there were uh, four comedians from the different regions, South, West, East, North, and I won the, uh, the South region to, uh, that was held in Charlotte. So we got to go up and see a live tape in SNL as a guest of Keenan's. And then we got to hang out with him in the dressing room and talk about our careers and what we want to do and all that stuff. And then we got to go to the cast after party. So I'm at the cast after party sitting there with him and I got to pick his brain a little bit. And I was talking to him about some of the other cast members. And he was like, you know, yeah, like me and such and such, you know, like we're not friends outside of this. This is just the work. And I'm so used to like the huh. work. Yeah. So I was like, I thought all y'all were just. I thought y'all was like besties. He was like, no, like it's just, you know, like we're professionals and everything else. And some people I have great relationships with, but yeah. some people I barely know outside of Just this. like job, like a job. And I'm like, how are y'all able to create this stuff without having that? Mm. But so, so it's interesting to hear y'all say how, you know, how important it is to have those relationships because yeah. clearly. There's some places where they don't, it doesn't matter, and they just they just get the work done. But I've always felt like the relationship offstage from my days in improv makes for a better better product on stage. But he was like, no, nah, we do our thing whether I know the person well or whether we've had a drink together or not. But what about trust? I well, know. So what about, and on national television, and on live. Live, live, live. Live. Well, I think in that situation, it's you are trusting in that the hierarchy has put together the right people, right? Like, we don't have that. I can't like, trust hierarchies to put together shit, to be hey, quite honest with you. Like, I, I, right. I agree. I'm not that, I'm not I that agree. Perfect. But I think that's what that is. Like, yeah. I, I, and I guess the material, trust in the material mm, that's been written, yeah. maybe they have that trust in that. Right. Yeah. Well, that and, the writing is good. Well, and one thing, too, is that I can see, you know, people warn you, like, oh, don't do, or no, people say, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. It's like, that's kind of uh, bullshit. Yeah. Cause, you know, <laughs> that's whatever. just because you have money to, like, uh, go to, like, like fucking travel. Like, sure. don't get, oh, I'm so sorry. Can um, I curse on this? Oh, whatever good. you want. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> curse all you want. I've been trying to be Curse nice. extra. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, you know that's that's their job. SNL's mm-hmm. the job, yeah. right? So as much as I want Robot Johnson to be my job, that's not my job. Right. So that like I love all the people I work with. Like it's very important to me. It's very special to me. Yeah. But at work, you know, I like you're my friend. I've got a couple other friends, but like most of the people at work, they are acquaintances. Right. Yeah. That right. is work. Yeah. That is not anything I'm trying to do right. a whole lot of stuff with. So I could wow. kind of see that, but I don't know. I feel like Keenan was probably friends with everybody on all that, though. I feel like he was, at least he was good friends with <laughs> right. Kel. Yeah. Now, if, oh. I, if I found out they weren't friends, I'm like, right? Right? Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. You, and you get these people like uh, coming out of SNL and they're like great friends. And it's like, oh, the Weekend Update crew, they were all really good friends. Or mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this guy was friends with a writer. You know, you like, you hear about John Mulaney and like he was right. really good friends oh, with yeah. like a couple mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. So it's like you got this writer partner and that's really who right. your friend is. But it, it, but that was surprising to find out because that is I, surprising it is right and I and I was talking to him and I'm, and I'm like because I know he's the longest tenured cast uh-huh. member ever so I'm like well how's yeah. your relationship with Lauren Michaels and he's like you know that you know I do the work we're not friends or anything like that like we don't you know wow. he, he he could count on one hand how many times they've just. You know, had a drink or anything like that. He's like, he's the boss and runs it, and I do my thing, and that's that. It's Mm -hmm. it's a separate thing. Well, I mean, I guess 
like, you know, hearing that, I guess it's a matter of markets. Mm-hmm. That's a very big market. That's oh, a yeah, very, sure. like, so much exposure. And I get it a lot. A lot of people, when they find out that I do this, they're like, oh, didn't you want to go to, like, New York and L.A.? I was like, well, I did New York, and L.A. is not really my thing. Yeah. I'm not really that type of person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess, yeah, like, the the pull is there because I would love the bigger... I want a, as many people as possible to see the thing that I'm creating. Absolutely. But on the other hand, I feel like I'd be taking, I would, I would be taking something away, you know, mm. like I would be missing something. Yeah. Cause I love the fact that I, I'm in this group with a, in a mm-hmm. smaller market and we all know each other and love each other and I get to do whatever I want. Yep. Yeah. I get to do whatever I boundless, want. You can because create. they trust me to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's it's a hard balance. It's a hard, yeah. It's hard to like, yeah. Now y'all y'all mentioned both of you have mentioned family. Uh, how has the family support been there? Like your family's all behind it. My like- sister lives here and she sees it all the time. My parents don't really go, but like they don't really live here. Like, well, my mom's here, but like she's in. Like, so she's yeah. ha- have your parents seen you perform? Mm, yes, they have seen me perform in plays, but not Robot Johnson. Really? <laughs> and you've been in Robot Johnson for ten years. Yeah. So what is so is it some sort of reversion to it, or they um, just haven't I, had the chance? I don't really promote it. My family has actually been really, really nice, and they just said, "Yeah, we want to see you do things, but I'd like to invite them to my plays." Just because Robot Johnson, we do some. It's rowdy. We some be, stuff is tough for your family shit. to see. We yeah. be doing some shit. Like, yeah. and I just, I again, I don't want to feel weird, and I just know that. You know, they go to church. I drink. We have different <laughs> you know, churches. Yeah, you know, we have different religions. Early Sunday morning, they're going we, to church, <laughs> and you're getting a mimosa. And I'm uh, getting a mimosa. Like so, this is, I know this, and I understand this, and that is fine for them. That is fine for me. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, and and I never want to compromise what I do for comedy. Ever, no. Ever for ever. Yeah, and my my family's been really supportive. Uh, my dad's seen some of my shows. My mom's seen some of my shows. My stepdad's, you know, you know, my whole whole family. Um, and they're always really supportive. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad likes to give notes. <laughs> oh, he gives you notes <laughs> yeah, yeah. on how you my did. Dad, well, my dad, he just, his whole life, I don't know. He, he, he got me like kind of into comedy a little bit and kind of into music and stuff. Um, I remember one of the first comedy albums I ever had. There were two of them. It was one of Richard Pryor's. I don't remember which one it was, but then the other one was the thousand year old man with Mel Brooks. Brooks, Yeah. And um, so like he got me into this kind of stuff. So whenever he sees me, he's like, Hey, that was really funny. You know, this maybe, and like the, or he'll, or, or he'll come to see a show and he'll be like, you were good, but this other person was really funny. Wow. And it's like, thanks. Thanks dad. That's great. Thanks. That really helps. Um, But yeah, Family's been super supportive about it, but it's it's like family, and you know people say this all the time, but it's really who you pick nowadays. So, so it's like Robot so Johnson is yeah. like my family. Fam- yeah, yeah this the is fam- the family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see yep. these people more than I see my regular family. I communicate family. way more with you guys. Yeah, and way more with yeah, y'all. and completely unfiltered or anything like oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I feel like that helps us get to moments in the comedy to be able to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. this thing? Mm-hmm. Like, that was kind of stupid. And again, to happen. be able to write for each other and just mm-hmm. know each other does. Because, again, trust. Right. Well, that's a good place to stop at. And we will uh, we'll be right back with uh, Matt and Tanya. We're having a great time. And uh, we'll, we'll see you all in a minute. 
Soreness and pain isn't always the result of activity. This is a 60-second wellness tip powered by Ortho Carolina. Prolonged sitting in a car or at your job aggravates muscles and joints and can cause pain. A standing desk can help. The key to alleviating the discomfort that sitting can cause is changing positions more frequently during the day. Alternating between sitting and standing at your desk, in addition to taking walk breaks and stretching, can work to loosen those tight muscles and joints. The perfect standing desk should be high enough so your computer keyboard is at elbow level and your monitor at face level to avoid neck strain. Before you start standing at your desk, take into consideration any knee or foot injuries and wear flat, comfortable shoes. This has been your 60-second wellness tip powered by Ortho Carolina, official team physicians of the Carolina Panthers and proud sponsor of the Queen City Podcast Network. For more tips or to make an appointment, visit orthocarolina.com. Admit it, staying informed is hard. There is so much information, it's hard to find content that speaks right to you. And local radio has left Charlotte behind. What if there was one place where you could find news, entertainment, sports, music, food, and comedy created in and all about the place you call home? This is the Charlotte Newsmakers Podcast. The Charlotte Podcast. This is John. And this is Miller. There's good all around us. Let's hear about it. Welcome to Do Good Charlotte, the Yelp Charlotte Podcast. Welcome to Fun with Failure. This is your man, Colin Cole, and I'm bringing to you the Players Report. Welcome to the Comedy Zone Podcast. All right, we're back with Prime After Prime. The Advent Coworking Podcast. 1K, the 1,000-second podcast. Another episode of Cheers, Charlotte. Thanks for being with us. My name's Brian LaFontaine. This is You May Have Seen. This is the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina, changing the way Charlotte listens at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Welcome back. We are we are here with Tanya and Matt hey. from Robot Johnson. Um, so now I wanted to um, kind of go into sort of the anatomy of a sketch. Cool. Now we, we have the show coming up on August 9th. Yeah, at the Muse. At the Evening Muse. At the Evening, evening Muse. Muse. So it, in terms of how a sketch goes from somebody's brainchild to mm-hmm. what us, the audience, are seeing. Yeah. If you could take us through that process, like how, how does it all come together? Well, we get inspirations from everywhere, mm-hmm. each other, random conversations like y'all would have at work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a, sometimes random shows you're watching. We actually have one. Um, I've been watching this show, Love After Lockup, mm. and I've been talking a lot about it. Now, what's that? What's Love, Love After, after Lockup? Lock prison, follows... prison loving? Mm-hmm. Okay. Actually, yeah. <laughs> So it, I thought it was all rapes. It, I'll be honest. I, I didn't, <laughs> no, no, no. You, you're it, just thinking about Oz. With, yeah, that's different. Oz. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. 
It's uh, it's actually prisoners that have a relationship with people on the outside, and it follows their relationship once they get outside. Mm. And a lot of times, the person on the outside has these huge expectations for the person that's been in prison for 10 years. Mm. And they're like, okay, well, now that you're outside of prison, let's get married and just change your life. And just here's all these rules again. You know, so this poor person, this poor prisoner, quite honestly, like this, this poor, <laughs> poor, poor, poor convict. So I've been talking about it a lot and whatever. And so since I've been talking about it a lot, then I got Andy, one of our other writers, in, interested in it. And he started writing it. And then that sparked his interest to write a sketch. Mm. You know, so we get inspiration from everywhere. We write the sketch. We bring the sketch to, um, or we bring the idea, rather, to a workshop. We just meet. So everybody gets together. We and just, yeah. Okay. Yeah, whoever is like, interested. Whoever's, whoever's interested. And you don't have to be a writer to be there. Um, but the writers are, it's obviously for the writers, but it's, we like punch up. We like ideas. So we bring our ideas. We bring whatever you have to the room and uh, people just start talking about it. Okay. Well, what if this, what about you try this and what about this? And then you just kind of, you glob on and you, whatever snowballs to be the funniest because whatever's funniest wins, Mm -hmm. then you take that away. You write it, you bring it to the pitch meeting. The pitch meeting says, I have this piece. Um, sometime, for the most part, the pieces at the pitch meeting should be finished. If they're not, it's not a big deal. But for the most part, the pieces in the pitch meeting are finished. Uh, we read them all out loud. We have table reads of them. We discuss, okay, what do you think? What feedback do you have? Like, What do you need to make this, to get this on stage? And then we have our first, and then we just, we pick what, sketches that we want to go in the show mm-hmm. and we just start rehearsing and the pitches uh, the sketches that we want in the show that could be sometimes we choose them immediately or sometimes we get along the we get kind of a few rehearsals in and we're like okay we have to cut something from time for time just like snl does whatever yeah. but mm-hmm. that's pretty so much like the, p- the pitch meetings so, yeah like after the writers meeting getting the ideas and formulating everything and then yeah. going to the pitch everything gets read so, you know, if, if you think that you're done with this sketch and you submit it for the pitch meeting, mm-hmm. everyone reads it. So however many weeks out before the show that we're like, all right, we want to formulate the lineup. We want to know what's in. It's like, all right, here's all the new material that we've got. And we read it all out loud. And then we go, okay, we like this. We think this needs a little bit of work. We maybe this is this person available because this sketch was written for a certain person? Mm-hmm. Are they able to be in the show right. this month? Um, so there's kind of stuff like that. There was one sketch that was written, I don't know how long ago, but it was basically if Macho Man Randy Savage uh, <laughs> had his own university. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had his graduation. Uh, yeah, his graduation <laughs> ceremony for all these other wrestlers. So it was like people were getting degrees. You know, they're getting a, a Bachelor of Arts, but then they were also doing like a wrestling degree. And um, so it's this really funny concept. It's really ridiculous. But it required nine people and yeah. like multiple costume changes, and it was, it was super intense. One. It was a big one, and everyone loved this sketch and loved the idea. But it was like, when are we going to get right. that many people to be in the show? Because usually our shows run about four to six people in a mm-hmm. show. We're lucky with this one where there's nine of us, nine. So we're able to do some big, big sketches. One. 
Um, but that's also one other big thing that comes into play with mm-hmm. these kind of stuff, with mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I basically consider you all like the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> we also consider ourselves the Wu Tang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I've always seen y'all. And and I mean, in ten years, Matt, how long have you been a part of Robot Johnson? I've been oh, a yeah. part of Robot Johnson since 2013. That's yeah, when I officially moved to Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! I think yeah, okay, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. So over this time, there has to have been like disagreements or conflict along the way? What are you talking about? We always get along. Uh-uh. <laughs> what are That's you talking not. about? Oh, I told you not to talk about that. <laughs> oh, that. I thought that was, this was just good. Yeah, that was buzzing. So then have you yeah. have you ever had a sketch where you were super passionate about it, uh, but it just didn't make up. the... <laughs> and what was that sketch? That's well, what I want to well, know. What well, was... Actually, I had a sketch I was super passionate about everybody on it like no 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 it's gonna be dope it's gonna be best y'all don't know put the sketch up on there on stage and it didn't do well mm. it did not do well and that was a lesson in take the feedback mm-hmm. listen to the group yeah there's sometimes when you want to stick to your guns yes but take the feedback and listen to the group because if because at the end of the day what's funniest wins what's funniest wins and we we have some sketches you know when we're working on it we'll tell the writer hey we really like this we like the idea but this still needs to be tightened up it still needs work yeah. or we feel like this trope is outplayed or we right. think that this or, is this an, is an easy joke this, or this is, is a, yeah this is an easy uh, joke low um, fruit. Low, yeah, yeah 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 um and i mean i remember so when i came into robot johnson i kind of had a backlog of sketches that i had written for my previous group but we had never done and i remember going to one of these initial pitch meetings and i had some of these sketch ideas and i would read them and i go uh this isn't good i don't think and then i got some great ideas and i just went no this is terrible i'm not gonna um like i just self-edited i didn't even let it get to the part where it was (laughs) gonna be more than that um which is dangerous as well. It is. That's it is dangerous. dangerous. You um, should let us let everybody right, talk about it. Right. But I think, again, because we're all so close with each other, we're not worried about hurting the other person's feelings. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, because we can kind of say, uh, "This is bullshit." Yeah. This be is like, what do you mean? Oh wow. Just be yeah. like, "This, this, this, this is. It needs work. It's just yeah, not yeah, great. Yeah. It's yeah. we don't think it's right. there." And it's not to say that we're malicious because this—that's yeah. not the type of writers' room that we have. No. We. And when I first joined, I was very intimidated, mm. very intimidated because I knew I wanted to write as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there was a little bit of like, ooh, this is going to be a hard writer's room, blah, blah, blah. But we do try to be honest. We try, number one. But we also don't try to be biting and mean when it comes to writing. Mm-hmm. We try to be just, just give real feedback. Yeah. 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 But at the end of the day, we don't feel like it needs to be on stage. Well, it's just like, like you said, funniest wins. Funniest, funniest wins. Funniest that's wins. And the if the group is feeling like that's not that funny, yeah. you know, we don't want. What is it? Um, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. There's a scene in there where they go, All right, you want something to go on air? All right. And, you know, it's a parody of SNL or it's supposed to be an SNL like. Um, so they throw these people's sketch on the on the stage. They watch it and they go, this was terrible. We should have right. never had this. Right. And it's like you learn that lesson the hard way, 
since Robot Johnson's been around for so long, no one needs to learn that lesson the hard way anymore. Right. So it's like, I don't Except think for this me, sketch... last year, with that sketch that I fought for so hard. <laughs> what was well, the you, sketch? You really what, what wanted it. What was the sketch it, that so... you just fought? <laughs> no, we got it. Come on, take yeah, it. Yeah, really... you really... I fixed it. I fixed it, and I brought it back, and it's good, and it's good now, and okay. it's, it's better now. So now, are we... Is there's, that... a, there's a sequel of the sketch. <laughs> <laughs> so then, but I would imagine then that the relationships that you all have mm. outside of the stage helps with trusting the feedback yeah. and trusting that nobody's coming from right. a, a malicious place because right. you're already friends. Yeah, right? and you, you have to trust that. And each person has to trust that because it's it's so hard being a writer. Yeah, It's your baby. You gave birth to this yeah. thing, and you're yeah. like, here it is. And then someone picks this baby apart and says, oh, this is wrong, this is wrong. But you're like, but it's my perfect baby. Then I love. Mm-hmm. So you do... It, you, you get caught in your feelings sometimes, but at the end of the day, you come around and you realize this group, we know what's best. The group, you know what I mean? Like, we mm-hmm. know what's best for that person. It's not malicious. It's yeah. not, and it also isn't personal. It doesn't mean that you're bad. It just means, hey, you work on it. So you really have to have a sense of it's not about me Boom. and what I want in a particular thing. It's about the allegiance to the show. Well, and I think that's one it's of the about biggest things funniest. about, well, the difference between sketch and other groups. Um, when it comes to sketch comedy, everybody's got to be funny. You can't really have like the one person who's a standout funny person yeah. and the one person like supporting right. them. Oh, man. Like, so right. it's when, when we all come together and we're like, all right, we're going to do the show. It's we're all funny. Right. It's not you know, like we all have our featured right. sketches. Absolutely. So when we're planning out a show, we go, all right, is someone too heavy? Is someone too light? Mm-hmm. Like we want to make sure that the bulk of the lines in this one sketch, that the main character, each person kind of gets a main character sketch. Yeah, to so shine. That, to shine, to mm-hmm. show off or a little okay. bit. Okay. Um, but it'll never be, hey, I want you to be the main character in this to the detriment of everyone else. Right. So it's always it's not just fun making, to watch. It's not fun to watch. No one mm. feels good in that situation. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, so it's just making sure that it, it is all funny is just very, very important. Yeah. And that's what sort of sort of separates, you know, whether it's stand up or whether it's sketch or whatever it is. I tell folks, you know, I have friends that are actors and whatever else and been in movies. And it's like with a movie, you're waiting for the reviews to come out. To hear what people thought. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But with what you do, it is instant, instant. feedback instant. from oh, the audience. Like, this sucks, instant. and we're telling you right now. And we don't get test audiences, and no. we don't get dress rehearsals. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, it's like, we oh, have... did that joke, did, did no one laugh at that joke? Okay. Cool, 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 right. cool, 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 cool. Right. So, so, then, so then, in the middle of a scene, even though it's scripted and it's prepared and you've got it ready, mm-hmm. are, are there ever times where you go, okay, the audience is not feeling this? Let me. Add a little energy here. Add a little bit of energy. Yeah, does that ever happen, or you just stick to what's on the paper? Well, I think adding the energy is definitely an actor um, skill that Mm -hmm. a lot of us have. Um, And I think that that's very useful, for sure. But, I don't know, I guess, I don't know. Like, if something's bombing, like, absolutely terrible, I don't know. So, I mean, this is going to sound bad, but I don't think... I've ever been on stage with Robot Johnson and Bones. Really? Oh, damn. Because <laughs> I have. Like, <laughs> wait, when? When? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's talk oh, about it. Hold oh, on. That's, no, 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 I'm no, no. glad you so, did so, that. Like, right. So, 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 no, honestly. I have. When, when, like, doing Robot Johnson shows, for the most part, 
the audience is just always there with us because again it's yeah. such a rigorous process yeah, 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 to get yeah, up yeah. there yeah. like maybe when it was a show a week there was something that oh, fell flat oh when it was a show a week it was it because was that's tough. new material it was you tough. know within 48 <laughs> hours like yeah. yeah but it's a little bit more refined now of a process yeah. so usually what you see has gone through a lot of yeah. hours to get there yeah so we did one uh, festival where we did not do well. It wasn't okay. very, uh, it wasn't attended. It wasn't a lot. Of, there was not a lot of people in attendance. Mm-hmm. At this festival? I don't know. Okay. And <laughs> I can't remember right now. But uh, oh, what is it? it was a lot of us. But yeah, it was, uh, it wasn't very, it wasn't attended very well. It wasn't a lot of, it wasn't very much of a turnout. And it's easy for your energy to go down you know what i mean but we get backstage and we go guys 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 energy 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 next mm-hmm. one next one go 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 yeah. like you have to even there if if their energy is not there and that's theater training even if the energy is not there you still have to deliver as much as you can because maybe they're quiet oh mm. wait a minute i remember yes this you know what you're oh. talking about Thank yes you. <laughs> oh no it was talking about going backstage and being like we got this okay guys that's, we gotta do yeah, this all right yeah, guys we gotta yeah, pump yeah, it up yeah, we gotta yeah, just yeah. Like, we pump each other up. Like, we have to rely on each other because we don't have the audience with us because we don't have a ton of people in the audience mm. and they just not feeling it. And also, when there's not a lot of people in an audience, people get embarrassed to mm. react. Right, yeah, because you just need one person. You need one distinctive laugh, one just loud one. laugh, yeah. and then everyone feels okay that they can laugh. Right. But, yeah, if no, one's feel, if no one, like, gets that reaction, mm-hmm. either because... They're too drunk. It's too late. Yeah. People are eating. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. like s- sometimes you take these comedy shows to places and it's like, hey, we're really excited that you're here. The people who booked you are really excited. But right. uh, there's also a buffet going on right now. Right. So you so just need to know that, you know, you're it. also dealing with like just this endless salad bowl thing that's happening. So. So then what so then what, Tanya, would you say is mm-hmm. if you had to look back one of the worst shows i want to hear about the where you're just like what the fuck is happening i would say a characteristic of a worst show is a show where they (laughs) characteristic they're not ready for (laughs) what sketch comedy is which is kind of like theater which means that we need some sort of sound we need sound capabilities like um sometimes we get placed in Ball, like hotel ballrooms or mm-hmm. ooh, ooh, when we did that uh, that gig out of town in Raleigh and we were in that big hall the, the, oh yeah, yeah yeah when we did that for um, New Belgium yeah mm-hmm. and like we were in that big huge hall which is usually used for weddings it's oh. massive in there and it's basically a warehouse I would yeah, say yeah 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 mm-hmm. and they just kind of erected a stage which would have been great for a stand up who just needs one st- a microphone, but it's mm-hmm. five of four or five of us, and no one could really hear us. So, yeah, I'm, you know? I'm glad you brought that up because this right. is probably like the perfect example where it's a company taking a chance and it was so much fun and so it was nice very well, thank you, New Belgium, and it was very well received at the locations where we did these things, but like the space was just not conducive. And it's the space, and there was no opener, mm-hmm. there was no like anything, There's it nothing. was kind of like just it was kind us. of just people showing up, eating, drinking, like hanging out, doing everything kind of cool. Mm-hmm. They had video games, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it was like, hey, everybody, I know you're like three drinks in. Right. Shut up. Everyone Ooh. stop talking and listen to these comedians. Everybody stop talking. Look at this. Ooh. And then we didn't have the sound. We didn't have the just the space. A lot of our worst 
shows are because the space doesn't have the capabilities for us. Yeah, and we don't like we don't have our own. You know, like if ever you see like a traveling Broadway show or whatever, mm-hmm. they all have the the mics like taped to their face. Yeah, we. we yeah, so how do how do the mics work? We didn't got. I mean, they had no zero mics, or, or yeah. just it was like one mic. They had the they had like a, actual microphones that you would like see like a, a lead singer singing out of, but it would be like down. So so then generally, do you all have your own individual mics, or is mm-hmm. there? Mm-hmm. No, we don't have that. So luckily, again. From theater background, we all know the art of projection, projection. Yeah. and making sure that we're heard in the back of the room. Right. And, uh, you know, for the people who don't have that kind of background or training, you know, before we do a show, we're like, project, project, project. project, project. Or project. some shows mm-hmm. we go, listen, these people are going to be talking over you, right. you know, mm-hmm. just because of the situation, because it's not a comedy show. Like, when it's a comedy show and people are coming to see you, they know it's comedy. They know to yeah. shut up when the lights go down. Because mm-hmm. they, they pay to sit down and watch a thing. Yeah, they're right. here to yeah. watch a thing. Right. But when it's part of a convention or when it's part of, you know, a show that's happening at a bigger event, people are kind of just walking by and yeah. kind of checking it out. So, you know, to grab someone's attention, you just got to go for it. You I know after bigger. the New Belgium thing, I was hoarse. Yeah. Like, I was oh, hoarse because we I was so, we were yeah, I was just like, yelling, yeah. basically. Trying so hard. But we got a lot of people. We did. We did get a lot of people to come. We like, did. We had set up a bunch of chairs in front of the stage, like fold-out <laughs> chairs. Right. And we filled up all four of those rows that we had set out. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So then how, so is there a person that's in charge of finding venues or Yeah, well, actually, we, um, we have our producer, Candice. She does so, so, so very much for us as well. But then we get reached out to just because all of us are people about town. So people just say, hey, yeah, oh, cool, you guys are doing this thing? You should try and do this thing here, you know? Mm-hmm. So we're very fortunate that um, we get a lot of exposure because we get asked to sometimes MC something because we MC the QC Nerve. Yeah, the kickoff of uh, uh, Queen City Nerve. Uh, Tanya yeah. and I were able to handle that, and mm-hmm. it was a ton of fun at four different so locations. Cool. In Noda. Yeah, and just running around, you know, kind of riffing with people. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't do any sketches or anything, but through that we met some connections. And anybody listening, we are happy to talk to you about doing shows. <laughs> yeah, if you have a venue lo- at your venue, yeah, uh, we would be totally up for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but and there's been some kind of jokes uh, in the group that uh, Tanya and I's job within the group, besides like writing yeah. or acting mm-hmm. or doing whatever. Is being like the face of robot, like the ambassador, the ambassadors of Robot Johnson, just to go out and like talk to other people street about team. stuff. The street team, street yeah. team, Robot Johnson. No. So, so then, what is because you, you ten years yeah. you've been with Robot Johnson? Yep. What's the closest you've ever come to quitting, or have you ever had? Oh, that I have never come close to quitting Robot Johnson. Not. Ever never actually, now that you bring that up, I've never come. That's close amazing to... that you've never had that moment where <gasps> that, it's like you know. Well, what? I'm just realizing it now that yeah. you asked that question. Like that's crazy. I just had the same revelation. Really? Where I was like, I've never thought about quitting comedy. I've never. I've well, thought I've thought never thought about quitting Robot Johnson. Or, but, but I mean, like, right with Robot Johnson, like I've never. Yeah. No, nothing's ever happened. Where I mean, I'm if like, something I goes do down, and somebody's like, "We want you to go do this amazing thing," bye, y'all. Deuces. <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk about Two that fingers. off air. We'll, ta- we'll talk about that off air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but no, really, like I've never. Wow, I've never. I guess it never occurred to me. But to that's it, the cool but. part of being part of a group. That's true. Because you know, as a stand-up, if you say, "Man, fuck this," there's no one else to say, "Come on," it's just you saying <laughs> you that. Got it. So it's Come like, on. but you all have this yeah. sort of environment yeah. where 
you know, y'all have these relationships and this sort of collegiality yeah, to where, yeah. you know, you're picking someone up if the energy's low. For or real. You, like, you, exactly. you guys have each other's back. Absolutely. I mean, I'll take a break. Don't get me wrong. I'll take a break. I love a break. <laughs> well, and I think that's a great thing about <laughs> us having so many members in yes. Robot Johnson is yes. that we're able to, all right, Tanya's in a new show right. or Field <laughs> is doing something else or, you know, we're not going to have this person for a couple of months or someone, you know, they just like, Life got crazy. Right. Life got yeah. hectic. That yeah. doesn't mean comedy's over. It just means, hey, we're not going to have the them crew. for a while. Yeah. 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 It's just we super support these people and, you know, we want them in as yeah. much as possible. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like like having that network and, yeah. and knowing that, hey, I can step back for a couple of shows. Like, I'm just going to do some other things right now. Yeah. And then when I come back, everyone going, we're so glad you're back. We got this, 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 and this sketch that we think you'd be great for. Right. Here we go. Wow. So then, you know, with with everything that sort of goes into it, you, you know, we talked about your day jobs and everything else. There's no point where it feels overwhelming that you have this career you're trying to balance. You got to pay the bills. You got Robot Johnson. You want to write and everything mm -hmm. else. There's no point where it ever feels like too much. Are you asking me, is life too hard? Is that because that sounds like life to me? I mean, it's real hard. It sounds like life to me. Yeah. I mean, like life. Like being but an most adult people blows. are just doing their career. Yeah. They're not trying oh, to do this point. other thing. That's well, a good point. So I think one thing, especially about us and Robot Johnson, though, with life mm -hmm. especially, is that even though you know we love playing video games, yep. we love our hobbies, we love our other things, comedy is our life. We like, got that passion yeah, for com it. Comedy yeah. is, you know, like the main hobby yeah. like for us. Like that is the thing. It's the fuel. Like once one once you feel it, you know, it's very yeah. addictive. Once you get into it and you get that first laugh, yeah. it's like this is all I want to do. This do, is all I want to do. Do you all remember your first show? First Robot Johnson show? Well first show sketch performance ever, from ever, audience. Oh, okay, Ooh. well my first sketch show is with Robot Johnson. Okay, so sure. so then do you remember how you felt or what what that moment was like because I, I remember as a stand-up oh, yeah. you know you you kind of thought about it you saw Eddie Murphy on TV or whoever else but that first time hitting the stage for some people it's a huge rush yeah. for some people it's like why the fuck did I do this <laughs> there's a lot of different feelings yeah. do you remember what you felt your first time getting up there doing I think this? I can equate that same feeling with just the first laugh I've ever gotten from an audience mm. I, I'm addicted yeah. to a laugh from a giant room of people because mm -hmm. I said or did something. Mm -hmm. I will never, ever tire of that feeling. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Ever, ever. I, I, I don't remember exactly what show it was in, but I remember in high school doing something with a script and making it my own and making oh my a goodness. moment yes. out of something yes. and getting the reaction out of my director and then later the audience that they really bought into yep. the moment and feeling that wave of laughter and go, that wasn't that wasn't a stage direction. That wasn't yeah. a line. That was me that doing was me. something with that. Same. Um, yes. yes. But yeah. I, I do remember my first sketch show with the old group that I used to be with, uh, Mon Frere, and uh, it was incredible. It was incredible walking out to the stage. Of and mainly friends are in the audience, you know, because I was in. I just started law school and you know, gotten all these people to come out and they were all drinking and it was all a bunch of people that I knew. So, it, you know, it wasn't like I was doing a 
you, you know, a show f- at an open mic somewhere where no one knew me and it mm-hmm. was just a completely cold audience kind of a thing. But still, I remember how incredible it was doing all this stuff. Oh, my God. I, yeah. I, yeah, I remember the first time I got on stage and got a laugh. Yeah, it just, right? It was a high Ooh. I had never felt. Best. It's, I, the it's best. just it was just the best, right? It's the best. Yeah, so so I I, I completely get that. Yep. So so then what would you say, you know, in terms of Robot Johnson and what you're doing in sketch are your goals? Are there are, are your goals beyond what this is now? Is it like a place you see yeah. yourself or or this being? I think my ultimate goal is just more attention for Robot Johnson, but it would be really cool if Robot Johnson could be a sketch group for any of the streaming services. Mm. I think that would be neat for us. Oh, we could yeah. just do it, right? So uh, Netflix, if you're listening, just Netflix. Like, is yeah, we don't yeah. need a lot of money. Netflix. We can shoot <laughs> Netflix. Uh, we can shoot here in Charlotte. Amazon, like you know, there's a lot of film people here. <laughs> I know they all ran away for a bit, but there's still a lot of no, people here. No, they're still here. around. They're still and, uh, around. So if you're listening, we could definitely do. No, uh, with Robot Johnson, you know, live shows, very important. But Absolutely. one of the things that we really, 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 really want to do moving forward is getting more content online, yes. like videos and filming things. Mm. We, we did the uh, 48-hour film festival yeah, a lot yeah, here I in Charlotte. Yeah, I remember talking about that. Um, right. It's a great experience. It's, it's so much fun. Um, and, and through that, we realized we need to be doing more filming. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we're trying to get into more of a rotation of actually filming sketches. So where it might be one month we have a live show, another month we might be trying to film a couple of sketches to then right. put online. So Which I will say, it's harder for us because, you know, we're such live creatures, like creatures of live performances. It would be great if we could partner with another group or, or other people that have that that you know that would help yeah we're not film people we're not film we, people, we enjoy guys. film but we don't know <laughs> it'd be great yes like so if I, anybody listening. I, I have edited some things on a mac and so you know i know how to do that or whatever but <laughs> right. i would not say that i am an editor <laughs> like, or, uh. so so if there was someone who's like actually really skilled in something like that we would love to work like we've reach got out. some people reach yeah. out yeah reach we would out. love to work or partner up with reach anybody who is like in yeah. film or if anybody like, yeah if they just want like to try it out and just if we can you know we can bring we have the writing we have the people we just would love the other production element of it that would mm-hmm. be fantastic so what do you, what do you think has been one of the keys to because i mean when you're talking 10 you know robot johnson's been around 12 years You've been involved 10, you've been involved six. What is it that keeps you all together? Because a lot of times, whether it be ego or whether it be whatever else, groups break apart. Yeah. What is it that has kept you all together all this time? Oh my God. What is it? <laughs> um friendship. And friendship. The ship that never sinks. The ship. <laughs> friendship, <laughs> trust, uh, passion for comedy. Um, and also I think just being a sketch comedian is such a different beast than anything else. It's hard. I think, I think we're all bought in. I think we all sold our soul somehow. Oh yeah. Mm. We super 100 (laughs) bought into this pyramid scheme that is. We bought into the pyramid scheme and it's hard to get out of it. I think that's what it is. We just bought into the sketch way of life because being a sketch comedian is a different type of person. It is. Yeah. And yeah. so I think we just can't 
do anything else. One of the things I found, you know, from doing stand-up and doing improv was when I would do improv shows, it's like as a stand-up, you got your your, uh, premise, Mm -hmm. you got your punch, whatever, tags. And I would find myself, particularly after I, because I was doing improv and stand-up at the same time. And part of it, like, I would find myself sometimes saying, okay, in the middle of an improv scene, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to say this, and then they're going to say that, and I'm going to say this, and that's going to kill them. And then you say this, and they say some whole, whole other, other shit. Whole other thing. That's <laughs> yeah, it's like, it, it's you. you that's you gotta... why we write our shit down. We write our shit down first. We you, write you our shit down before. You got the markers out. Right. You're like, all right, just back it up right. in here. And they just, like, take off. That's why we can't. Left we holding can't them, looking y'all. at them. We write yeah. our shit down first. So yeah, so what you were describing was sketch comedy. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm gonna exactly. say this, you're yeah. gonna say this, I'm gonna say this, it's gonna kill. Right. That's exactly so it. you already have that laid we got out. We're ready to go. We're gonna yeah. say this, this is gonna happen, and then this is gonna be hilarious. And sometimes that happens during the rehearsal process. Yes. Um, for this show, we actually have a director who, mm-hmm. is, and this is one of the first times we've done something like yeah, this. Yeah, had a dedicated kind of, director. A dedicated director, because mm-hmm. a lot of times what we would do is everyone watching the sketch who's not in the sketch or even people who are in it, we just kind of lean over to each other and go, what if you say it like this? What about this? What about or what this? about this? Mm-hmm. How about this? Like, yeah. try this out or anything like that. And again, no egos involved. No one's like, how dare you yeah, tell yeah, me yeah, yeah. how to say this line or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Just kind of like, oh, okay. Because okay. funniest wins. Yeah. I'll try it out. And yeah. if it's funnier, we'll go for it. So then even though the sketches, you have writers, mm-hmm. even though that's the case, sometimes maybe during the rehearsals, are there times where even though that's what the script says, you're like, you know what? This is better if we do it this way. Does that ever happen during the process? All the time. All the time. Because sometimes an actor will ad-lib, an actor will find a different read. It just, yeah, absolutely. Sometimes you go into it and you're like, okay, well this, so this was the voice I was thinking and then you kind of, you know, let the, the the writer will let the actors know, all right, here's what I was thinking about this thing. And then the actor goes, ah, I'm not really feeling that voice, or let me try something else. Can I else. try this? And it's like, yes. yeah, sure, go for it. And then they do something, and it's like, I never in a million years right. would have ever thought of that right. voice or that character for this, and it's perfect, so mm-hmm. let's do it now. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, since we have you two here, but, you know, Robot Johnson is is a, a number of members. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's shout them out real quick. Who all are the members of Robot Johnson off the top? <gasps> okay, we're going to go back and forth. Yeah, let's shout all them all right, out. So, okay, uh, I'm going to go Brandon Ballard. There you go. Okay. Veeld Canty. Um... <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! I didn't. Ruin I had a growler. That. Oh, I, I had a whole growler. You did. You did. You I had a lot. A long time. All right. So Brandon <laughs> Ballard. Okay. Wait. Drew, Drew Aronica, who is also a stand-up and very, 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 very funny. Yes. Mm-hmm. And very good stand-up. Uh, there is one shot of SNL that you can see him for like a split second. Oh. If you like freeze frame it, he was a he was Drew an extra. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Lucy Wilson. Tiffany Apple. Ryan Stamey, who's the director Who of the show. Who is the director of this. Um, mm-hmm. He's great. He's way too talented for us. He shouldn't be a part of us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He shouldn't be there. Uh, Andy Rogers, writer. Oh, man, that's the one I was going to say. I know. Uh, Zach Rogers. <laughs> um, Not related. <laughs> uh, wait. Oh, oh, Noah Lemons. I did Noah. Nice. Uh, oh, Noah. I know Noah. Noah. Noah's yeah. what's up, right? He does stand Noah up too, up. right? Yeah. I know Noah. He did stand up for a little while. And he, he did stand up. He did improv. He did he improv. Do you remember there. Gorilla remember Preschool Noah. too? He did Gorilla Preschool. I remember? Yes. <laughs> nice. I actually first saw him doing Gorilla Preschool. He's he's really funny. Uh, uh, Candace Cortinas. Candace Cortinas. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Graham Odom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jen Altizer. Uh, oh, Jen's in Robot Johnson. Yeah, yeah, so Jen's the other person who didn't have I to audition. I see improv yeah. with her in Charlotte Comedy oh, Theater years ago. Yeah, yeah, she's a pro. Shout out to Jen. Okay. Shout out. She, yeah. is, a she is the newest member of Robot Johnson. I, was, I used to be the newest member. <laughs> now she's the newest, now she's now she the newest is. member. <laughs> <laughs> so, immediately after recording this podcast, where we had been drinking, and it was very late, we realized that we may have missed some of the members of Robot Johnson. So we would like to take a second before the show and list off all the members in Robot Johnson. Jen Altizer, Andy Grasso, Matthew Schantz, Andy Rogers, Josh Lanier, Ryan Stamey, Drew Aronica, Field Canty, Noah Lemons, Tanya Kelly, Graham Odom, Tiffany Apple, Lucy Wilson, Brandon Ballard, Candace Cortinas and Zach Rogers. We almost got all of them in the episode, but just in case we missed any of them, that's all the members of Robot Johnson. Actually, we got to wrap it up. We've been together okay. over an hour now. Oh my gosh. So if people want to, uh, you know, see more information on you individually okay. or Robot Johnson, how can they follow you, social okay. media, all that good yes. stuff? Hang on. There, there's a couple more people. Oh, Tif- yeah. Keep going. T- Tiffany yeah. Apple. I said Tiffany. You did? Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Josh. Josh Lanier. Lanier. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that it? I'm, I feel real bad okay. if I left oh, anybody out. They hear this. I'm just going to like name. super. Josh. Don't forget about. We said Graham. Lucy. We said Lucy. We said Zach. We said Zach. Slash Quay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we said, said Brandon. Ryan. We, we said, said Brandon. Ryan. I think that's everybody. Oh if I forgot somebody else. Y'all, I'm so that's sorry. Right. We'll we add it later. Growler. Brian's great. We had a whole growler. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, just, so, all right, to find it. us, to find us, yeah. please go on Facebook and search Robot Johnson. Mm-hmm. And then on Instagram and Twitter, Robot Johnson Comedy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, and our upcoming show is August 9th at 7.30 at the Evening Muse. It is a super awesome location, but it is also a very small location. So if you are interested at all in coming to see us, get these tickets now. How much are the tickets? I think yeah, fifteen. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. We will also be selling our new T-shirts. We got T-shirts. We got T-shirts. Yeah, with two designs. designs on the T-shirt. The one with the robot with his dick out. Yeah. Is that no, the John? No, 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 not a dick. Not that. No dick. Y'all said that. It's not. No dick. No phallic. It's not phallic symbols. You told me that earlier. I'm sorry. But yeah, Andy Rogers designed two new T-shirts. They're fantastic, and we'll be selling them at the show. I have seen the T-shirts. They're pretty fab. Thank you. I definitely want to get. Are they cool? Oh, nice. Oh man, we should get T-shirts. Well, Tanya. Matt, thank you all thank so you. much for joining us. This was fantastic. This Thanks cool. for having us on, brother. We wish you all the, the best, Aww. and we have to have you back. I would oh, love awesome. to strangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. any of us. Yes, absolutely. And uh, so that's it. We have anything else to plug you can think of? No. no. Brian tells us we have almost 10,000 subscribers. That's what he tells us. Are you oh, serious? Sure, let's Man. go with that. Okay, what oh, I just got that? real nervous here at the end of this thing now. Okay, <laughs> oh, cool. wait, really? Wait, wait, wait. We have a, what, what's our number at, Brian? What's uh, our, we're up there. We're up there. We're up there. Yeah. Okay, I don't know what that means, but oh. I feel it like means it's, it's good. Close, it, it means it's, it's good. In okay. the thousands. We're in the thousands. Yes. We're somewhere oh, in the thousands. Yes, so... Thank y'all so much. Thank uh, you. Much continued success. Thanks, man. I will be at the show August 9th. I oh, can't wait to see you. it. Hey. And we cannot wait to have you all back. Thank you so much. We'll see everybody next week. Thank Bye. you. Bye. The Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. 
The executive producers of the Comedy Zone podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. 